long time ago with me, Adam, and Martin. Um, Hello there. <laughs> today, obviously, the Obi-Wan series is now finished. Uh, we plan to bring you a video or, uh, of the sort of series roundup at some point pretty yeah. soon. Review today, or retrospective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but today we're gonna do something a little bit different, Martin. Do you wanna? Yeah, um, I thought um, something I've always wanted to do um, is uh, rank all of the Star Wars canon. So, yeah. uh, I mean, we—I think I've worked out, um, and I'm sure people will correct me if I'm wrong, but there should be 19 movies and TV shows that have come out that are star wars canon right and um i thought you know because adam and i we both we, um, we on most things i think we're pretty much you know we agree on when it comes to star wars but yeah. i'm, I'm yeah. pretty certain that the ranking is going to be quite different so yeah. i thought it'd be quite fun Definitely. not only to like, see the differences between the two of us but also um you know something i've always wanted to do as well because yeah, I, yeah. i've never really thought about it really i thought about it but never sat down and did it and not, not actually got around to doing it yeah that's right and and i have to be honest with you i've done so much i've done about three or four hours of prep last night for this because <laughs> I, I thought oh, i could easily do this and it was so hard to yeah. rank it really was well um to be honest I, i've been i've i've been similar i haven't put quite as much time into it as you have but yeah. i've definitely found it tricky along the way so yeah uh, there's a couple of caveats I just wanted to cover before we we start though. Um, okay. There there is 19 shows and films that make up Star Wars canon, mm -hmm. but there's one that neither of us have seen, which is Star Wars Resistance. So that's right. For the yeah. benefit of this ranking, we're not adding it because neither of us have seen it, and I think it's probably a bit unfair to put it last just because we haven't seen it. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Um, well, that I mean, should we get straight into that? Should we crack on with our list? Because yes, it kind of works. Uh, what you were saying there, it kind of. It, uh, I haven't seen the original Clone Wars film, right? So for that reason, at the moment, it's at the bottom of my list, and I'm sure it will make its way up the list if I do see it. Yeah. Um, based on the sequels but we'll okay. see okay <laughs> so that's that's my that's my number 18 okay just well just just one quick caveat before we start uh far in a way is um these opinions are our own because <laughs> yes, of the discourse you see online these days about not ranking certain films one way or the other um you know, just to preempt any of my mates who perhaps will watch this. <laughs> <laughs> this is just my opinion. This is, our, um, yeah, these are and, our opinions. Yeah, absolutely. It's to see how they differ from each other more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, because so, they will differ. They will. There's 18. So, and we're already sort of. Absolutely. I'm sure one okay. different already. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so your number 18 is. Well, I mean, like I say, it has to be the Clone Wars film until I yeah. see it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So, so I don't suppose I can really um, question it because you haven't seen it. So, uh, um, no. okay, cool. And you? My number 18 is the Clone Wars movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> now I had to think long and hard about this. Um, cause I, is it, is it top tier Star Wars? No, not really. Um, 
it was basically three episodes from season one of the Clone Wars that after George Lucas saw, thought, oh, we'll put those together, make a single um, one, you know, movie length episode yeah. and yeah. throw it out to the cinema to sort of introduce the Clone Wars. Mm, now, okay. you know... So does it, that mean, are you saying it's different to the first series or that film generally resides in the first series? No, actually, okay. the, the story chronologically fits into, I think it's season two, somewhere but for the first two to three seasons um a lot of the clone wars was out of sync so it wasn't told in a linear right um storyline so you can actually go online and um find the actual order to watch things Mm. you you jump around from season to season until i think you get to the i think it's the fourth season but don't quote me on it yeah and when everything then starts running chronologically Mm. Um, so, so yeah, th- this, this is a three episode arc that was taken that would have been released in season one. Mm. Um, and well, well, you know, we'll come on to my ranking for 17 and 16. I couldn't in all conscience put this above them purely because it was a, a first attempt at an animated show, yeah. you know, a CG animated show um and you know in terms of spectacle it's it's just not as good as as anything else on this list now saying that i'm going to keep this whole ranking really positive so what i would say is um it introduced us to ahsoka yeah. for the first time now i will put my hands up and say uh, who's this um- young bratty kid you know that's all of a sudden anakin's apprentice that we know nothing about took the words out of my mouth a little bit really because um i was going to say the first series she just comes across as an annoying little brat but yeah she definitely grows definitely grows and becomes one of the better characters you know absolutely um R2E, Sky Guy. Every time she said Sky Guy, I was like, no, it's Master Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah, it's Master Skywalker. He's your master. You call him Master Skywalker. Um, But it introduces to Ahsoka the movie for the first time. And who would have guessed it? I certainly wouldn't have done. But right now, I would say Ahsoka's in my top five favourite Star Wars characters of all time. Mm. So, you know... I can't, I can't, I can't be more positive than, yeah, than say yeah. that. Um, uh, also, I would say that it was really nice to sit here. Christopher Lee come back as Count Dooku. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Since um, he was in the prequels, and it was fantastic. Samuel L. Jackson came back as Mace Windu. Yeah. Um, for the movie, so they got them all in to do the voices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Obi Wan and Anakin were still James Arnold Taylor and Matt Lanta, Alan, oh, okay, Lanta, yeah. Sorry, um, but that was great, um, and. Also, another thing I would say is, you know, this was experimental animation for Lucasfilm at the time, or Lucas Animation. And when you watch the movie now, um, and season one of The Clone Wars, but we'll come to that later, um, and you watch season seven of The Clone Wars and what they're doing with shows like The Bad Batch now, they have done such a great job with the progression of the animation. I mean, Mm. but they had to start somewhere. And this was, you know, this... You know, keeping it positive, this was a, a good start. Um, I totally, I loved some of the animation when they go, they go to Tatooine for a certain part of it and Count Dooku and Anakin fight on the sands of Tatooine. Oh, wow. And, you know, you can argue it was a bit um, clanky, the lightsaber fight, but it mm. looked visually stunning. Um, 
so so yeah so okay that's good i, I have i have um i have rated that clone wars movie my number 18 okay okay do so you want to take on 17 then and no, no, look, no go you, you go first i'll, well, I'll look, do it in turn saying about you <laughs> trying to keep things positive um yeah number 17 the last jedi okay the last, last jedi yeah now i've talked about it before i've seen it once i tried watching it again i've got 10 minutes in and there's just nothing about it that kept me there you know mm. i th- i think i think it was just poorly done <laughs> I'm, I'm trying like they killed off the most interesting part of the sequels uh snoke i think he could have been something mm. of an of a character something interesting and i agree killed him <laughs> so yeah so that's my 17 I've got to, tr- we, yeah, we've got to try and be quick about it, but um, that's yeah, again, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not going to question it. I don't think the story was all over the place as well. <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes, what I, was, what I was putting in. I feel like it was made to sell porgs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that or was always merchandise. A it was a merch. Yeah, yeah, that's always been an accusation. George Lucas got that accusation thrown at him several times, all the way back to Return mm, of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, um, I so. And you know, it does. Star Wars has the reputation because it's true that it sells a lot of you. merchandise. <laughs> so you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. So you seventeen? You joining me? Seventeen. The Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Last Jedi. Now. I went to cinema to see this four times okay. um, and I went with different people each time. And I think the thing it's difficult, right? I am, as we know, a super Star Wars fan and I find it very difficult to be negative about anything to do with Star Wars. I'm sure you probably picked up when we watched Obi-Wan each week and then we reviewed yeah. it that I was I was making excuses for things that you were saying, eh, yeah. but that's just yeah. how I am. I can't help it. But it takes a bit of time for me that's to. Not, that's not a bad thing, though. I don't think. No, I think that's quite a good way to look at it. Yeah, but I, I try and see the positive. Too many people do see the negative online. You know, that's what gets a lot of people their views. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I went to see this. I went to cinema to see it four times. I went with different people each time, as I say, and there was varying degrees of comments about it but initially it was very positive mm. now i remember there were several times during the film that i just scratched my head and thought what yeah. <laughs> you know luke throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder mm. yeah. um mark hamill's had his comments though hasn't he on that film yeah He's, yeah i think he said his part he made it as quite far as i'm aware um yes i mean it was very disjointed there was numerous storylines that didn't need to happen that Mm -hmm. didn't lead to anything there was numerous characters that were not only in my opinion the most un-star warsian characters i've ever known and again had absolutely no point to actually being in the film um but again i'll try i'll try and be positive um the scene with Yoda 
with Luke and Yoda, mm. uh, where Yoda yeah. appears to, to Luke. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. Um, that was that was just how I wanted to see Yoda again for the first time since yeah. the original trilogy. Um, and and his dialogue was excellent with Luke. Um, Luke walking out to face the Imperial Walkers um, uh, after he goes to the uh, rebel base on crates yeah. and um, that bombastic music playing and he's walking out to confront those eight or nine um, walkers that the First Order had sent down to the planet um, and they all blast him continuously and he, he sort yeah. of does that on his shoulder. That, yeah. that was quite good. I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, Luke and Leia... Um, seeing each other again for the first time um, since the original trilogy, since Return of the Jedi, um, in well, in in what we've seen anyway, mm. um, that was absolutely great. I, I was really touched by that scene. Um, even even Luke walking past C three PO and C three PO saying Master Luke, that was that was fantastic. Um, him yeah. seeing R two again for the first time, you know, those moments were real nostalgia filled. Um, and I'll come back to it on another entry later um, about that nostalgia. Um, and with the exception of one other film, I would say it probably had the best cinematography of any Star Wars I've ever seen, um, you know, ever released in the visual format. Mm, okay. it, it looked it looked amazing. It really did. Um so being positive, yeah. that's what I thought was good about that's it. The positives to take from it, yeah. Yeah, um, but I, I, I have to put it, I put it um, at seventeen purely because I think it was the cause of the problems for the next film. Yes, yeah, and it also. Well, I know we'll, we'll come to that when it comes to it, but yeah. So number seventeen, the Last Jedi. I'm afraid. Sorry. Okay. Number 16, Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, is it? Rise of Skywalker. The fact you don't even know the proper name. Uh, no, just it's all, really. bad, isn't it? <laughs> now, I've seen this one once. I plan to see it a second time based on the fact that, well, I think I feel like I should give it another chance. Hmm. Um, but I then also kind of feel like if I'm going to do that, I need to get through The Last Jedi, my second viewing of The Last Jedi first. But I think yeah. the fact that um, it basically tries to cancel out most of the things that happened in The Last Jedi. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. It probably like, means you probably don't have to watch The Last Jedi, to be honest. Essentially, yeah. Um, what you were saying just then really is The Last Jedi almost spoiled The uh, Rise of Skywalker in terms of it having to try and fix so many things. Mm. Um, I've seen it once. <laughs> uh, I, said, I just remember like a bit of decent cinematography for, throughout, but that my memory yes. is pretty, pretty poor for this film. I think, I think you should watch it again and try and get through it. Um, and you should go back and watch the Last Jedi again just to oh. get through it because uh, no, 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 you should just 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 try and do it because mm. I mean it's not it's not top tier Star Wars. Um, I'm I'm sorry to all the sequel lovers out there, but I just I just can't get on with. Them. There are sequel lovers. There's lots of them, yes. So, <laughs> and if any of them watch this video, we will be cancelled. <laughs> well, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, go on. 
16 so, or, or 16 for me okay rise of skywalker <laughs> uh, um, give us your positives then okay I, positives. I can only give negatives so it makes sense okay as much as i disagree with the return i cannot um not love the return of Darth Sidious. You love Sidious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Darth Sidious is my favorite character, as I've mentioned many, many times. <laughs> and anytime Ian McDiarmid comes back to play Sidious or Palpatine or the Emperor or whatever you want to call him, um, I'm 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 all there for that. I think yeah. he plays it brilliantly. And even in this movie, he's absolutely brilliant. I love it. He's evil, you know, he's he's got a plan, you know, it's great, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I can't get enough of it i think adam driver was excellent as kylo ren in this film um yeah. I, I think in over in in genuine in in the general sorry um adam driver is the mvp of the whole of the sequel trilogy um i think he's great what in this yeah I, I, in my That's opinion is he's he's he i feel he had he had a bit of anakin in him and you could see it and, and the similarities were all there. It's just the execution in terms of storyline just didn't do yeah. it justice. So, yeah. um, so I've, now. <laughs> I've only watched this one once. So huh. I, I've, I, I've rated it higher than the last. There's a little bit of a technical difficulty there. So 16 was rise of skywalker for you yeah i, I was uh, if we start from me talking about kylo ren so yeah that's, kylo that's ren i think mvp as i was saying um mm -hmm. uh i mean i have to say that with not only the rise of skywalker but the last jedi the humor was just appalling mm -hmm. um, i mm -hmm. mean people people complain about jar jar binks humor I'm sorry, but this was ten times worse than you know some of the things yeah. that um, yeah, you know well, your yeah. mama jokes by um, yeah, yeah. Poe Dameron and Wait, um, was, they fly was, now. Was, they fly now. You know that was last last Jedi, wasn't it? That was the last Jedi. But then yeah, there was but then they moved things. it on. In to, yeah. yeah, they carried it on. They didn't yeah, get a memo that no one liked that part. Yeah, no, I, I don't get me wrong though. I, I can understand why they did it because with the original trilogy, there was banter between humour there, wasn't there? Yeah. But it wasn't like that. No, and um, so yeah, they they basically didn't sort of click. I don't think would be the right way to put it. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, um, I, again, I, I can't really think of too much more positivity when it. I mean, there's a good lightsaber battles in there, um, and uh, okay, look, I've said this before, but I'm just going to make it clear: the sequel trilogy basically came along. Um, not with episode seven, but with episode eight and nine. And they took what happened in episodes one to six, mm -hmm. which was the story of Anakin Skywalker and how he was the chosen one from the prophecy of the chosen one who would, it was prophesied that he would bring balance to the force and destroy the Sith. Now, you got to see from episode one to six, the story of how Anakin Skywalker didn't live up to his, um, you know, his, uh, potential and turn to the dark side mm -hmm. and nearly, nearly extinguished the light of the Jedi and made the Sith stronger. But it took the the love of his of his children, Luke in this case, um, to redeem him, bring him back 
to the good side of the force and for finally fulfill his destiny to bring balance to the force and destroy yeah. the Sith by killing the Emperor. Yeah. Now, as soon as the Emperor comes back, everything that he... All of, that just, all of that's just like a screwed up bit of paper and then thrown in the bin. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, but then not to have Anakin appear at the end of um, the rise of Skywalker and actually be the one, even if he just helped Rey as yeah. a force ghost, take out the Emperor. I could have probably, I wouldn't have liked it, but I would have kind of been like, okay, at least they tried to make the yeah. effort to keep the, the prophecy going. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's many reasons the sequel trilogy great on me a little a, 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 a lot but that's the main one um they basically took what george lucas did over the course of 30 40 years and decided we can do better than that mm, yeah um yeah. and you know and and the irony of ironies is when Disney and disney took over they were like oh we're anti-prequel we're anti-prequel we hate the prequels mm. but now everything they do is pretty much yeah. is prequel related so i mean anyway Let's not rant about it Let's too much. Let's not get but too far into that. <laughs> no, so so that's that is the reason why I have chosen the Rise of Skywalker at number sixteen. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fifteen, I feel like this could be where we start to differ. Diverge slightly. Yeah. Okay, right, hit me. Attack of the clones. Oh. <laughs> now I'm going to do. I'm going to attempt to do what. Um, what you're saying and keep things positive moderately it was good to see uh good to see yoda um with well, lightsaber with lightsaber in hand <laughs> with lightsaber in hand and it was quite nice to see other other jedi in battle yeah right but, but that's sort of where where the joy for for uh, that ends for with me <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, well, there's no point in me talking about um, trying to persuade you right now why you're wrong. But when I get to my position for films that I don't agree with your positions, then I'll I'll try and sell it to you. How should we do that? Rather, because right. there's no point in me talking about it twice, is there? No, no, um, I mean, enough. is that it? Is that literally all you've got? To talk that's about? all I can. That's all I've got, really. I mean, I we, again, <laughs> I will I will say it. it's been a long time since I've watched that one, hmm. and I'm talking a long time. I think probably yeah. 15 years ago since I last saw it. Yeah, I do just remember it being a bit political, a bit boring. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when we get to ones you do like, are we going to like have more than two two things to say about it? Well, <laughs> I do. I do have a lot. I did. No, I do have a yeah. lot to say. It's just it is difficult to talk about a film that I haven't seen for a good long time. Okay. So I'm I'm just going to go with that for now. Okay. That's and as I make up through my list of things yeah. that I have seen a bit more recently, then I might give a few more words on okay. it. But for now, okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, that's my enough. number 15. Um, okay. What's yours? My number 15 is, and this is one that I'm probably, let's say, you know, in the realms of impossibility that we had hundreds and hundreds of people that watch these videos. Mm-hmm. This would be one that I am now going to probably have those people find out where I live <laughs> and do some bad stuff for me. Uh, my number 15 <laughs> is Star Wars Rebels. Okay. Um, okay, now, well, that's, yeah. Okay, now I wanted to love Rebels, I really did. Um, 
and I know there are a lot of lot of people out there that adore rebels, but even from the beginning, it never gripped me. Um, and there's a little part of me that can never forgive rebels for um, cancelling the Clone Wars <laughs> because they cancelled the Clone Wars and then said, "Let's do an animated show oh, for right. Star Wars yeah. Rebels." Um, now I'm sure there was a lot more to it than that, but you know. For me, Rebels, it, don't get me wrong, it's not a bad show. It's mm. not a bad show. It's a good show, but it's the 15th best show, in my opinion. <laughs> um, now, the way I looked at Rebels was the, the opening episode of a season and the finale of a season was always brilliant. Unfortunately, the 16 or 17 episodes in between were mostly mediocre mm. to terrible to not bad so that that was the problem now um rebels this is i'm going to read out a list i've made a list of guest stars they're not guest stars but canon characters or um uh you know characters legacy characters that turn up yeah yeah okay right so we had darth vader ahsoka grand moff tarkin darth sidious lando darth maul obi-wan Hondo, Rex, Saw Gerrera, Mon Mothma, Bail Organa, R2-D2, C-3PO, Princess Leia. Now, they only did four seasons of this show, and when you've got a list of characters that come into it like that, you think yeah. to yourself, whoa, why did they need all those great characters to come into it that are from other properties to do with Star Wars, uh, sorry, other Star Wars um, movies and TV yeah. shows? Um and I think for me, again, this is for me, the reason they had to have all those characters, great characters come in was because the main cast of the show just really wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did love Kanan. I thought Kanan was a really good character. And I kind of liked Hera, Hera in places, but the rest of them, I, I couldn't stand Ezra. Um, yeah. Chopper the droids. He's got a fan club out there that I don't understand. Well, I mean, I'm... I've only seen maybe five episodes of the show at the moment. Let's wait until you so, rank it, until you talk about it. But yeah, um, yeah. It, other things I loved about it, which were brilliant, was the Vader-Ahsoka storyline where Vader found out that Ahsoka was still alive and Ahsoka found out that Vader was Anakin Skywalker. That was brilliant. Um, the Darth Maul endgame storyline, which I won't talk about because I know you might not have seen the last season. Mm -hmm. No, um, that was That was quite good. Well, it was very good, actually. It wasn't quite good. It was very good. Um, but they kind of did all these great storylines with these big characters seeing each other again for the first time. And you made you think, why is Ezra involved in this? Mm. Why didn't mm. they just do like a one-off show where they showed this? I'd say I'm, I'm probably in the minority when it comes to Star Wars Rebels, but for me, yeah. Star Wars Rebels is number 15. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Um Number 14 for me. Yep. This is sort of around the point where my list gets a bit tricky, like 14 yep. to 10, hmm. you know, but uh, 14 for me solo. Okay. Uh, once again, seen it once. <laughs> so it's very difficult for me to give you notes, too many notes on it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I feel like. It could have been a lot better. I thought, um, oh, sorry, 
Do you remember the name of the actor who played Solo? Olden Aaron Reich. Olden Aaron. Yeah. Okay. So I thought he did a good job. Mm. I thought his accent Definitely. was pretty pretty good. The story just wasn't there for me. Just wasn't great. Um, I liked. I, I didn't. There were a few bits I did like. Most of it I didn't. I think the film got significantly better after the halfway point, and uh, it's probably a controversial thing to say, but I think when f- when the female droid died, <laughs> I know this is a bit controversial, but I have to say it. I thought I'm all face. I'm all for it, but it was too in your face. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was too shoved down your throat. Yeah. Have some of this. Yeah, the um, SJW droid. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, well, man, we're going to get I so did, much coverage. Oh, we're probably going to get more comments people, on this video. <laughs> if, if people actually watch, then we will get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we will get comments. But um, we can take it. Yeah. <laughs> just don't, just don't come searching for us. Um, <laughs> No, I just I didn't like that character in the film. Um, Lando, uh, played by Donald Glover. I love Donald Glover as an actor. I just didn't think he was amazing in that film. Uh, the the again, I'd have to watch it again. But um, I enjoyed bits of it. The part with uh, where uh, Solo and um, Chewbacca meet for the first time. Yeah, I thought that was quite a uh, quite a cool little sort of meeting, you know. And then, yeah, how they became friends kind of shows us a bit about that, which is quite good. As for the antagonists of the film, uh, it was the girl that he was with, was it? Kira. Kira. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like her much. Didn't really care for that. Dryden Voss trying to. Also, retcon. Um, oh, the Phantom Menacing. That was Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Sorry, Com- just completely lost it then. My yeah. out of my brain. Yeah, just retconning him in at the end. Like, yeah, he's a cool character, but there probably wasn't any need for him. Didn't see the relevance there. Yeah. Okay. Don't know. Yeah. That's okay. my number fourteen. Well, that's um, quite lucky because my number 14 is Solo. And um, first of all, let me just correct you on the Darth Maul um, retcon. Darth Maul was running a crime syndicate um, in the Clone Wars. Right. Therefore, him turning up as leader of Crimson Dawn in Solo was quite appropriate. (laughs) Didn't see it it coming, have to admit. And I was really surprised when I saw it. Um, and I didn't really enjoy it when I saw him. But yeah, I, I think because um, originally they were thinking, I think, of Jabba the Hutt um, mm. turning up. But uh, obviously. Well, I think that would have made more sense for the original trilogy. Well, yeah. But then at the end of the film, um, Han says to Chewie that there's a job in Tatooine. So mm. I'm assuming that if they'd made a second film, they would have uh, gone off and that would have been the Jabba story perhaps mm. in part two but uh yeah yeah no it, it, Solo is my number 14 um it's a really good fun action romp um I actually thought the humor in the movie was was really good um mm. but that's Han's character as well isn't it like yeah yeah not they had yeah, to exactly. try and they had to try and sort of bring that because that is what he's like yeah 
not not one and you're right Ald, Alden Ehrenreich was great as Han Solo um not once for not watching it did I think um oh Harris where's Harrison Ford where's Harrison mm. Ford I just yeah. thought that was Han Solo and that for me is the greatest praise I can give from someone mm. who's watched Harrison Ford play Han Solo for 40 years so yeah. I thought that was excellent um I thought the train robbery scene was excellent um where they're the, the sort of oh, speed got to think back to that now <laughs> So you should uh, go back and watch this. I think I think I had know, actually planned to watch this yeah, one again because again uh, I think um, this one might go up a couple of notches maybe on your list if you watched it again. Uh, it may okay. be. Um, I thought Enfys Nest, um, the supposed villain, that actually turned out to be um, someone who was trying to help free the galaxy at the end, um, uh, and that showed there could have been a again in future films or tv shows whatever they were going to do with it before they cancelled the idea was she was going it looked to me like she was going to be sort of some part of the formation of the rebellion mm. which i thought was really interesting um i thought donald glover in this was brilliant um the mvp of the of the um film so we slightly differ on that i thought oh, okay. he was perfect as lando yeah i thought he was brilliant um and i and i'm so happy that they're going to do a lando disney plus show with him in as lando all oh, right okay um whenever that happens well, i'll watch it again and maybe yeah. my opinion will differ because yeah you know i am big quite a fan of donald glover yeah um so that was really good um i'll probably just finish by saying did it need to be made probably not no. Did I really enjoy it? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. So, yeah, number 14, Solo. Okay. Um, I do want to add that they did have possibly the worst, one of the worst things in Star Wars is how he got his name. That just annoyed Oh, yeah, me. that was a bit lame. <laughs> that just... <laughs> oh, yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I almost walked out of the cinema at that point. I was like, nope. Yeah, not I mean, having it's, that. It's, not it's having strange because Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote The Empire Strikes Back and Return the Jedi, and wrote most of Han's great lines from those movies, yeah. wrote this script. So I'm just surprised that, that got through. Ridiculous. But, you know, <laughs> we all have off days, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. 13, I'm going to annoy you some more. Oh, God. <laughs> Phantom Menace? Oh, no, no. <laughs> now, what can I say about The Phantom Menace? The Phantom Menace, Darth Maul, he was probably one of the only good parts of this film. Oh. <laughs> no, that was a, it was a cool bad guy. Um, it was a really cool bad guy. Uh, he's still nodding his head. I've really upset him this time. Um, <laughs> The, the the lightsaber battle between Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and Darth Maul, awesome. Was there anything else good in the film? I can't remember. I'll let you decide in a in a, what a couple when you're when it's your turn to talk about the Phantom Menace in a few few rounds time. A few rounds, of course, a bit longer than that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, so what are we up to for me? Thirteen. Thirteen. 13. Right, the fact that you, my number 13 is Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. And the fact that you've rated the book of Boba Fett <laughs> higher than the Phantom Menace is just... I have reasons. 
we yeah, have I, reasons. I mean, I'm sure you do. I mean, they're not particularly good reasons, I'm sure, but I mean, you've probably got reasons. They are, they are good reasons. Right. Okay. Boba, Book of Boba Fett. Mm. We, we're getting to the point now in the list where I, um, I think from about now to one, actually, that's not true. It's probably actually 10 to one on any given day. I could probably switch them yeah. around slightly, but yeah. we're starting to get to the the good stuff now the stuff that i would watch repeatedly and book of boba fett is definitely one of those now again before we started doing this podcast you and i talked weekly about the book of yeah boba fett. yeah we, we did yeah. about all star wars when it comes out now there were really good parts to the book of boba fett there were some not so good parts to boba fett and the way i kind of define them were anything that took part or took place as a flashback was really good so okay um you know how did he escape the sarlacc pit um how he got in with the tribe of tuscan mm-hmm. raiders how he took revenge on the biker gang um how he got slave one back you know all that stuff was fantastic how um he saved um oh no i've forgotten her name the bounty hunters character oh Fennec, no Fennec, Fennec Shand. Shand, thank you yeah Fennec Shand. how he saved her that was all fantastic but then when we got to the present day in the show aspects it was just a bit wanting yeah each Mm. episode i was kind of like so he's got all these enemies and he's not doing anything about it Mm. um and it's shan's telling him he needs to do something and he's not doing it and it got to the point where the episode i think it was six and seven possibly five and six where the mandalorian basically came back into the show and there was two full episodes that was just about the mandalorian storyline that for me made i mean if they could take those two episodes and that was a show this would be in the top 10 yeah um because those two episodes were absolutely amazing um not only did um that episode where he re-ran the pod race um, that was an amazing part of the Phantom Menace. Um, <laughs> um, we went down the track in, in the Naboo Starfighter from the Phantom Menace. Um, you know that was amazing. Um, the seeing um, Luke training Grogu um, and doing some Jedi training with him yeah. was quite special. I mean, it was one of the most special scenes in Star Wars I've ever seen. And in probably one of the greatest moments in my Star Wars watching um, career um, was the moment where Ahsoka and Luke met each other on screen. Or not necessarily met for the first time, but they saw each other on screen and you knew that Luke's father's apprentice was standing next to him. So that, And you knew off screen that she was probably telling him these stories about how much of a great warrior his father was and how much of a great master he was and um you know luke was wanting to learn about what his father was like during the clone wars and i mean i just hope with the ahsoka series we see some more of that but anyway we're getting off track Mm -hmm. um that those two episodes and there was so much more to do with the mandalorian stuff which was absolutely brilliant um but you notice i'm talking about the mandalorian and not the book of boba that's it yeah yeah Um, there was there was it was great to see Cad Bane. It was seeing a rancor um, rampaging through Mos Espa was fantastic. Mm. Seeing Jabba's mm. Palace again was absolutely brilliant. Um, there was a lot of good stuff, a really good stuff, but the main storyline I felt yeah, just fell flat for me. Yeah. Um, and the, the big finale battle, while I quite enjoyed it, it, it wasn't was... as bombastic and huge mm-hmm. and 
you know, it was almost like Boba Fett had seven or eight people on his side hmm. and the others had hundreds and um, you kind of was, were expecting this huge pitch battle between loads of people and it just fell a bit flat, I suppose, is what I'm yeah. saying. And um, yeah. I, I do hope they make a second season and, you know, perhaps uh, explore more in the future because I think... I don't know if it's needed now at this well, It's not necessarily needed, but I think it's been hinted at. So... Mm. So yeah, I'm again trying to keep it positive. I, I, I definitely will be watching Book of Boba Fett several times yeah. um, in the future, and yeah. um, um, I'll, I'll definitely be you know taking in it, taking it all in because there were a lot of good moments. But unfortunately, the Mandalorian parts were the best parts. <laughs> yeah. So that's number thirteen for you. Yeah. Sorry, thirteen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So well, number twelve for me, Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, or Mandalor- Mandalorian 2.5, as you've sort of <laughs> said yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, for me, that's it. The The Mandalorian episodes were that good that it, it really sort of... Mm. At, at the time of watching, I was a little bit annoyed that they'd put those out mm. because I thought, well, what's, what's going on here? They're doing a Boba Fett series, but he's not even in two episodes of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, at the time I was thinking this is a bit weird; it shouldn't be done. But they were a great episode, the the two episodes. So they they fall there, you know. But as I say, it felt like Mandalorian two point five. Well, there was also than... the yeah, no, I I, t- I couldn't agree more. And, and I was, you know, now you mentioned this, I keep thinking of other great scenes from those episodes. The scene where he found the armorer again, mm. and uh, yeah. you know she just she told him about the dark saber. And yeah, the history he, of the dark saber tries and, to learn using how to use that. That's and, right. And the night uh, of a thousand Vizsla. tears. Yeah. Oh, and Vizsla Pans, challenging Pans, him. Pans Vizsla. Pans Vizsla. Yeah. Pax Vizsla, mm. I think, yeah. This one, um, yeah. So, so, yeah, there was so much great stuff yeah. in those two episodes. Which, obviously, that, for anyone that doesn't know, that goes back to Clone Wars. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. Got um, my history right there. <laughs> yes, you did, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of the current day stuff, as we alluded to earlier, is stuff that is coming um, full circle from the Clone Wars. Mm. It's, um, mm. it's, it's really interesting. But that's obviously John Favreau's influence as well, right? Well, I mean, John Favreau... Think? he voiced the original? Yeah. Um, Vizsla? Yeah, Vizsla. I can't remember his name now. I'm, I'm embarrassed. But yeah, he played um, the original leader of the Death Watch um, in the Clone Wars. Oh, he voiced. Um, voiced, I should sorry, say. Yeah, yeah voiced. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yes, of course, Dave Filoni is responsible for... A lot of what we're seeing on Disney Plus now, mm. Mandalorian and and um, uh, uh, Book of Boba Fett, but I think I think Dave Filoni, you know, if it wasn't for Dave Filoni, we wouldn't probably be seeing these characters crop up and the history, and then trying to finish off the history of these characters. Mm. Um, yeah. So so yeah, I think uh, he has to take a lot of the credit. Yeah. So that's my book of Boba Fett. That's yep. pretty much all I can say on that is. Mandalorian 2.5 because there were so many things that I didn't like about that program yeah. and it, I don't think it lived up to expectation I think that was part of the problem a lot of people would have gone into it expecting so much more because he's such a cool character yeah. from the original trilogy Yeah, and then that happened Yeah, <laughs> so that's my yeah. number 12 okay cool cool. Um, is it um, my, my, is you, my yeah. 12 yes Your number 12, 12 for me the Bad Batch. Um, Batch. Now, I want to caveat that by saying that it's only had one season and 
I think possibly it will go a lot higher, if not a few places higher once it's completed its run. Because I think it's a sort of story that might only have two seasons, maybe mm. three at the most. I don't think they could probably drag it for much longer than that. But um, I really, really like it. I think it's a great companion piece to After the Clone Wars. I think the animation looks so good um, that, um, I mean, again, with the Clone Wars, the same with the Bad Batch, I think when you see a, a, a space battle or anything involving starships, um, sometimes I have to look carefully and think, is this animation or is this CGI from a movie? Because it looks that good, um, especially in space. I think it looks mm. just as good as anything you'd see in a movie. Yeah. Um, I think it takes place in a very interesting time in the Star Wars timeline. I think the Empire are consolidating power and they've just taken over um, from the from the old Republic. Um, Palpatine has got everybody out there to take over the galaxy. They're yeah. trying to introduce stormtroopers um, and getting rid of clones because they're too expensive, I guess, um, is mm. one of the reasons they said. Um, I think from the season one, there was some great, great moments. I mean, the one thing that I would say that stands out the most was when the um, Empire took out the cloning facilities on Kamino um, and they pummeled Kamino to, to dust. Mm. Um, not only did I um, think, wow, that's a really pivotal moment in Star Wars, but it was, it was, it was kind of bittersweet because obviously watching that several times in the clone wars and in attack of the clones you know you kind of had a, a relationship with that place mm. um and the you know not only was it done really well in animation but you know it, it, it was a really clever way they done the story because it like a lot of the new media you know it fills, looks like fills the gaps well i think you know getting rid of the cloning facilities it might lead on to something that palpatine's trying to do um in the rise of Skywalker or during this before the sequel trilogy, you know, trying to clone yeah. himself. Yeah. So a lot of, I think we'll probably mention it a lot with things in, in going forward is a lot of media now for Star Wars is trying to fill in the gaps to try and perhaps fix up some of the problems with the rise of Skywalker and the explanation for how Palpatine came back. And I think, yeah. Um, you we know, have we'll talked about that before in, yeah. in Obi-Wan, haven't we? How they, yeah. And, Man and the Mandalorian. And Mandal yeah. Yeah. And I think again, you know, we'll see a bit more of that perhaps in season two of The Bad Batch. So, so yeah, number 12, The Bad Batch. Um, I think okay. it's a really, really good show. Um, I'm really looking forward to season two. And I think, as I say, it will rank probably a bit higher maybe once yeah. the season's finished. Yeah, okay. So um, what are we down for, number 11 for you? Number 11, I'm on yep. Rebels. Now, for me, like I said, not seen it all yet. Uh I can kind of I've seen bits of it that make me want to watch certain episodes. Now, you've actually provided me a, with a list. Um, I don't know if you want to put that in the description below yeah. of the episodes to watch. Yeah, I, just to put some context there, it was a, it was a, you know, you 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 got a lot to do in your life, and I didn't want to say, you know, you just wanted to get the crux of Rebels, the yeah. you know, sort of the episodes that um, were serialized. I suppose is a good way of, of yeah. putting it. So I gave you a list of episodes that were essential watches, so that you kind of because I so think I don't, Rebels, I, so I can get through Rebels without 
missing too filler. much of the story yeah, yeah without all the yeah. filler yeah because yeah. it's it, there's a lot of stuff in rebels that's really important to mandalorian and ahsoka mm-hmm. um and maybe a little bit of book of boba fett so yeah you know i think um it, it, you know um that's why i gave you that list so that you could get the crux of what was going on yes yeah. I, I did see a sorry yeah go on well, all all I was going to say really is the the bits I've seen, you know, they they've been okay. It's characters seem all right, uh, and I know you know I haven't seen any of the. I don't think I've seen anything where um, Vader shows up, and I haven't seen Obi Wan as um, Episode Four Obi Wan or around that sort of age. So hmm. kind of kind of want to see that so i'm a little bit intrigued which is why i've kind of which you know why i've put it at number 11 really i don't know if that's a fair sort of thing to do but well with each preceding um i'm not saying we do a show as long as this every time something new comes out but Mm. you know we can always insert yeah, the new shows into in our list move things around if we feel if there's any additional changes we can sort of mention it and then perhaps post it in the notes on on a website or so in a website we haven't got one of those but on twitter or <laughs> yeah or, or something yeah. like that yeah that's a good maybe idea. i'll get a website one day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another thing to try and think about yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's my number 11 rebels you okay Wait, it was 11, 11 wasn't it yep yeah yep episode seven the force awakens okay um i Went to see this at the cinema six times. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed The Force Awakens. Um, I thought it was a, a solid film, a solid Star Wars film. Mm. Um, yes, it's a complete carbon copy of A New Hope um, by many, pretty, many, pretty many much, yeah. um, things that happen in it. Um, but it had such potential, I thought, when it ended to be a good start for a, a new trilogy. So I was on quite a high when it had finished. Mm. Um, um, you know, there was questions. Who were the Knights of Ren? Why was Vader talking to Kylo Ren when Vader was no more? And it was Anakin Skywalker, mm. now not Vader, mm. um, who was Snoke. Um, he was a really interesting bad guy. Um, along with, I, I was thinking, oh, he's ne- nearly or could be as good as the Emperor. And you know yeah. how much I love the Emperor. Um you know, how did the First Order rise so quickly and um, under the nose of the New Republic? Yeah. Um, who is Ray? What's her story? Um, I, I loved Ray. I thought Ray was absolutely brilliant um, character. I, I, I genuinely was in, uh, invested in finding out more about her. Um, were there some issues? Yeah, of course they were. I was a bit like, oh, she's really powerful really quickly. But I was like, well, no, no, you know, we let the story play out. You know, I'm not yeah. going to judge it on one film. Hmm. Um, and while you could argue that most of those questions that and, and interests that I just listed were answered in later films, mm. they really weren't answered to my satisfaction. <laughs> and they many, really weren't many thought people's. about either. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, um, I think, uh, Unfortunately, because of what happened in episode eight and nine, The Force Awakens notched that comes down the list a little bit mm, for me. Okay. Yeah. Whereas if they'd have been better films, perhaps in my opinion, I think I probably would have gone higher with The Force Awakens. Um, now, one thing I do want to say about The Force Awakens is 
uh, there's another film I'll come on to later, but when it was the lead up, probably a year lead up to The Force Awakens being released, um, I was excited. You know, the new Star Wars Skywalker saga film. I, I was fully in. I was, yeah. I was consuming everything I could. I was, I was when I went out and bought. The, I mean, I went out on the, the, I think it was called Force Friday, um, before the film was released in, I think it was a September or something like that. And I spent hundreds of pounds on merch in in the space space <laughs> wow. of a weekend. Um, yeah. I, you know, I was fully in, um, and I was totally on board. I, yeah. I. I I, I, the lead up to this was great. I was really looking forward to it. Um, so, so yeah, I was extremely excited. And um, when I left the theatre, while it didn't blow me away, I wasn't yeah. like, oh, this is, you know, peak Star Wars. I was still like, okay, this is a good start. Yeah. Um, you weren't disappointed. You came no, out. No, not at all. No. Satisfied. There was, there's one thing and one thing only about The Force Awakens that I, I will never, ever forgive. They had Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher back in a Star Wars film for the yeah. first time in over 30 years, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a single scene together. No. Um, and Han Solo is killed in the, the end, by the end of the film. Mm-hmm. So at that spoiler. point, you're like, yeah, spoiler. Yeah. You, you think to yourself, okay, right, well, that works story-wise. I mean, how are Kylo Ren ever going to be redeemed now? Um, but why they couldn't have just, you know, perhaps had the three of them sat on the Falcon or something, you know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, or even if I would have even but, happy with a flashback yeah, before, you know, and um, just not having them together and knowing what we know now, they never ever got together because obviously, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher passed away as well. Mm. It just, it, uh, it's unforgivable that they didn't think that that was a good idea. Um, mm. So I don't want to leave that on a negative note really, but, <laughs> That's the only thing I would say that I had problems with with The Force Awakens. Fair enough. So that's your number 11. Uh, I think we'll go into the top 10 next time, shall we? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Um, cool. Just to, I think the top 10 was the hardest task. It took me hours to pick the top 10 and try and put them in place because yeah. I I love all 10 of these, fil- these films and TV shows it's coming it, yeah. up. So. Pretty, yeah. yeah. I mean, same. It was, it was pretty difficult for me, but I've noticed this... There's a lack of uh, prequel films in your in your eighteen to ten. Yeah, well, that's because they're really good films. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's let the people decide. Yeah. Leave a comment below. Yeah. Uh, what do you agree with? What do you disagree with? Don't come and find us. Just, yeah. just, just leave it in the comments. That's good enough. <laughs> and we'll be back next time. Excellent. Uh, I'm really looking forward to doing part two.